Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of West of Nowhere. I am Levi, and Shane is missing in the desert. No, he's, uh, I think he's trying to raid Area 51. He's, uh, a couple years too late, but that's all right. No, he's, uh, he's on a debt in Las Vegas. So, we'll be without him today, but I got a ton of stuff. <laughs> some funny, some super sad, so... You know, we're back to our <laughs> regular scheduled format. Before I get too far ahead of myself, I would like to thank our Patreon people. Adam Pacino, Tony Burgess, Mark Stadler, Kylie Gangwish, Colby Jordan, Chantel Stadler, TJ Jonak, Colton Zamersla, Jeremy Brazzers, and Boney M. Uh, if you want to be one of those people, go to the link in the description um, it's in the description whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on whatever podcast you're listening to and uh, podcast host or whatever. Uh, so do that. Go to the Patreon if you want to be a supporter. If not, if not, and you just want to help us out in some other fashion, get this out of the way way ahead so I don't forget and then it's at the last, you know, last 30 seconds that nobody listens to. Uh, go to whatever app you're listening to. Try to rate us. I know Spotify has a star rating system. Apple Podcasts has rating system. But there's also a new one that I just found out about. It's called Pod Chaser. So P-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R dot com. And uh, essentially it's like an IMDB for podcasts. So you go there. Uh, review you can review all the podcasts you listen to and um, that would help also and you can't really see it right now but I'm wearing one of our new shirts hold on I'll move the mic out of the way so you know if you want one of them slick threads also in the link tree that's in the description um, I think it was like $20 for this shirt, so not a bad deal, and it's pretty funky fresh, if I do say so myself, you know, not not because I designed it or anything, but, you know, maybe because I designed it or anything. And with all that out of the way, we can roll right into the stuff that's happening. Um, we do have one comment on the last YouTube video, but I gotta tell you, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, so... <laughs> is a reference to when we had Dutch on <laughs> and one of the commenters I don't know he said a thing and I don't know if I'm allowed to say it so I'm just gonna not say it because it sounds offensive anyway move, <laughs> moving right along uh, we got a lot of interesting things going on um, side note there's a documentary um, on Netflix that I watched with Jeremy the other day uh, about a murder on a submarine, and I was really excited because, you know, a lot of submarines in the news recently, so 
so that was pretty cool um but it's actually it's not about the one you know that we're all thinking of it's about this one out of copenhagen i think if i remember right and this guy he's like this rich eccentric millionaire billionaire guy and he's like i'm gonna go i'm building rockets and i need a submarine that i can build to uh kind of set everything up like the launch platform and everything and um and that was his whole vibe uh and and he ended up killing this lady on his submarine uh kim wall was the lady's name and then uh peter madsen is the uh the murderer uh it's called into the deep the submarine murder case very interesting it's also super interesting because um when they were like they were filming a documentary on him already like before <laughs> before he got murdered or like he killed this lady for anything like that they were already like you're doing some interesting stuff let's do a let's do a documentary on you and he's like oh yes that would be good um i don't know if that's a i don't know if that's a good accent or not for copenhagen but we're gonna just pretend i sounded like mads mickelson just now uh anyway so that, so then he um, is getting followed around by all these cameras, and then like a week or so before he's actually supposed to like prepare his rocket for like the launch that's supposed to make everybody go, oh man, he's so good at rocket stuff. He takes this journalist out there on the submarine and then tortures and kills her. Uh, yeah, so pretty interesting never heard anything about it but it's got all the the makings of a great story great as in like bad for her but you know interesting for everybody else obviously and yeah i was i was very fascinated um and and it just cracked me up that it came into uh view after the you know the ocean gate submarine thing also these dudes are gonna pretend like we don't remember anything uh they are scrubbing their entire internet history like the internet of their history like they're trying to delete they deleted all their social media accounts ocean gate is what i'm talking about now sorry if that wasn't clear but they're they're deleting all of their social media stuff they are pretty much their website's now defunct like it's like they're just I'm i'm imagining um that either a they're going to rebrand into something different or b they're going to um like just try to disappear because it was so everywhere like everybody had something to say about it it was all over the place and yeah um i don't i don't know what the goal is because you know you kind of put yourself in that shitty situation by you know, not doing a great job with what you were trying to do. But what do I know? I've never built a submarine, so not my place to tell you how to do your job, I suppose. It'd be cool if it was, though. Maybe I should, maybe, maybe I should build a submarine. I think I will. Um, so yeah, moving on to some other stuff. We have a story from the, like a listener a listener requested story about the potential of crab shells being uh, used to uh, 
power the next generation of rechargeable batteries is what this says so um i don't know how many of you guys are aware but the uh, lithium ion batteries are the one like the battery for freaking everything they have been used for a long time but um you know they're, they're super common in just about every device you have right now so um but lithium is a very precious metal and it's limited in other words so there's been people trying to figure out what other things they could do aside from you know just running out of lithium and there's a uh an attempt there was an attempt to create a biodegradable zinc ion battery using uh chitin in crab shells which uh which is kind of cool using crab shells to make some some batteries uh but um they're gonna be doing something different with crabs um <laughs> making crab carbon is what they called it uh so they heated these crab shells to temperatures exceeding a thousand degrees fahrenheit and then they added carbon that carbon to a solution of either tin sulfide or iron sulfide then dried them to form anodes uh it says here the porous fibrous structure of the crab provided a large surface area which enhanced the material's conductivity and ability to transport ions effectively good conductor who would have known uh, when tested in a model battery, the team found that both composites had good capacities and could last for at least 200 cycles. Researchers say that this could, this work could provide a route to up, upcycle other wastes and help devote more sustainable battery technologies. So, that's kind of neat. They're, <laughs> they're friggin' uh, instapotting crab shells to make uh battery conductors which is hey not a bad idea i guess if we got i don't know about the overabundance of crab compared to lithium but you know they probably know something that i don't obviously because they're in the they're in it man they're they're doing the damn thing so who am i to say um yeah anyway so there's that. Let's get on to some weird stuff. Um, I, <laughs> I found this guy, uh, this story on Reddit, and it is super exciting. There is a man in Kentucky who uh, had a reported uh, 40 human skulls, spinal cords, femurs, and hip bones that decorated his apartment, which is pretty sweet. A little fun motif that you have going on there, where it's just body parts. Um, I get, like, animal skulls. Like, say you're a rancher and you got, like, a cow skull or, you know, coyote skulls. Stuff like that. Or a hunter. Obviously, those guys have skulls everywhere. Um, but human skulls are not what I would hang, like, unless it was, like, you know... A very famous one like I don't know Julius Caesar if they somehow found his skull I'd be like give me that shit I'll fucking I'll display that proudly obviously but like when it's just random people it's kind of gross right 
Um, it's still kind of gross, even if it's a famous person, but I don't know. Um, so the FBI made the discovery in this man's apartment while executing a search warrant for unlawful possession of firearms and weapons. When asked if anyone else was inside the home during the search, he allegedly replied, only my dead friends, which is creepy. Um, I'll give him that. Super creepy. So anyway, uh, they also, they did find the firearms and ammunition that they were looking for, but... Uh, you know, he's a convicted felon, not supposed to have those. <laughs> uh, man, but, um, yeah, I guess they zeroed in on this guy because, uh, during the investigation, a different man accused of buying, uh, and uh, buying and selling human remains ratted on him. There's just no chivalry in the human remains game, you know? What happened to the good old days when you could buy a skull from your friend Bob and he wouldn't say anything about it? I don't know. Anyway. Um. <laughs> this guy. So, one little thing about this guy. Uh, the, the guy with the human decorations. He posted a, a thing in Facebook that humans remain for sale on facebook as recently as 2023 in june so that's pretty cool um didn't know you could you could sell stuff like that on facebook i mean i've sold very limited things on facebook but gotta tell you that's pretty neat not not hey now a new thing to troll the marketplace to look for um so i don't know if you're aware but uh, there was cocaine found in the White House, which is pretty sweet. Uh, the Secret Service finished their investigation and they were unable to identify a suspect. There's a lot of people who are like, you tell me you don't know who did this? You got pictures and video circulating around the internet of Joe Biden's son smoking crack and you don't know whose cocaine it is. But let me tell you something. You've seen Wolf of Wall Street. Um, people in power are all on cocaine. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it's limited to just one dude's son. So, uh, so there's that. Also, there was no surveillance footage that uh, provided the investigation any leads. And without a physical evidence, without physical evidence, they couldn't, um, you know, investigate further. So, if you're looking for a fun, cool place to do your cocaine at, look no further than the White House, because apparently, it's cool. <laughs> I'm just imagining like them not wanting to do it on like the nice, really old hardwood furniture so they like so they like pull down uh like a glass framed like painting of again martha washington or something <laughs> and they're just using that um i'm sure they have little hand mirrors all over the place but anyway um they uh there was a source uh familiar with close to the investigation familiar sounds weird i don't like the way that's worded uh that told um cnn who i'm reading this article from 
that the leading theory is uh, remained that it was left by one of the hundreds of visitors who entered the White ha or the West Wing that weekend for tours and were asked to leave their phones inside of these cubbies that they have in that area. Uh, the cubbies are uh, is where they found a small bag of cocaine um, and is a blind spot for surveillance cameras. So I'm going to go ahead and say it probably was a visitor, but you know, <laughs> and that's the thing. You're right. They're, they're going to get the, uh, they're going to get the, you know, the Joe six pack with who wants to do blow at the white house, but they're not going to get the congressman who's been doing blow at the white house for 30 years. You know, they're not going to do, they're not, they're not going to do those guys wrong, but God damn it. The regular everyday dude who just wants to un <laughs> unwind at the white house. Oh man, I don't know why I assume it would be a dude, but it just it just has dude behavior written on it. You know what I mean? So, so there's that. Uh, in other news, in Florida news, the only place where this kind of thing can happen, a record-breaking Burmese python was caught. This thing is 19 feet long, and the article described it as as tall as a giraffe or well, as long as a giraffe is tall which is a very visual like description um and it was also killed in this uh in this catch so it was caught and killed and it's gonna make a bunch of really cool boots because that's a lot of material 19 feet i mean obviously you gotta cut the head off can't really use the tail because it's a little thinner but boy this puppy is long um and you're gonna ask yourself why are they killing this thing because fucking pythons especially the burmese kind are an invasive invasive species in florida so yeah 100 125 pounds and 19 feet long and it is uh said that it has set a new world record for length um so that's exciting and also terrifying if you hate snakes like I do. Anyway, um, I was watching a video the other night, last night actually, specifically, uh, about uh, a, I don't know what kind of snake it was, but it was a python adjacent type because it was a rapping, or one of them rapping boys. So it <laughs> um, had a honey badger and it was wrapped up choking this honey badger out, you know? looking like uh i don't know like a, like a ufc fighter just got him and then the honey badger start kicking and clawing and freaking got free you know why because honey badger don't care honey badger don't give a shit and and ended up killing the fucking snake and then there was like two i don't know they were like coyotes or dingoes or something i don't know where this video took place but it <laughs> looked like a wasteland of terror because there's like a giant ass snake honey badger and these small dog creatures wherever that is it's a place i don't belong because that's that's a whole lot of like wilderness that is just uncontrolled right um only an uncontrolled wilderness would a honey badger ever exist because that thing is fucking wild I used to get really annoyed because everybody's like, fucking honey badger. But now I just kind of appreciate its resilience and tenacity and ability it has to just 
fuck with everything. So, anyway, that's that's your uh, <laughs> that's your uh, fun Florida story. And now I get to bring the mood down a little bit. So, uh, another Florida story um, where a teenage mother is in trouble. A teen mom in Florida in trouble. Not really that shocking of a story until you find out that she put some fentanyl in the baby's bottle and and the baby died. So, not great. Um, the baby was nine months old and uh, I really, um, yeah. The mom said that she didn't know what happened. She put the baby to sleep and then just couldn't wake the baby up. But then the mother, who was 17, allegedly changed her story several times and then ultimately confessed that she had been tired and wanted to take a nap, filled the baby's bottle, and put what she thought was cocaine in the bottle. Which is even weirder. If you just wanted to sleep and you were going to give your fucking baby, your nine-month-old baby, cocaine from the White House, mm, that doesn't seem like a really good sleep uh, aid, right? Um, I think maybe crushing up a child's Benadryl probably would have been alright. I don't know. I'm not a doctor or a mom, but Jesus, man. And, yeah. So, the, uh, medical examiner said the child had ten times a fatal dose in his bloodstream and determined that the cause of death was an overdose. Which is pretty disgusting. And... I don't know, man. This is fucked. Um, the, the the mom was charged with aggravated manslaughter and possession of a controlled substance. And yeah, so not not a great uh, not a great look for for Florida. All like as always, they just when when you think that they've topped themselves into like the most ridiculous things. A new story comes out and you're like, Jesus Christ, dude, how do you guys fucking do it? How do you, how do you manage to top yourself in the most depressing and ridiculous of ways every time? So anyway, yeah, um, moving on to adjacent, not as dark, but well, I don't know. depends on your taste, I guess. Um, so apparently there's been a... Uh, serial killer murderer um, in Long Island that is now um, been apprehended allegedly obviously you know innocent until proved guilty but uh, there's been a person identified as a suspect in the uh, Jiglo Beach serial killings um, there's an estimated 11 victims uh, attributed to this one murderer and they, um, they found DNA on a piece of pizza that this guy had eaten, and then uh, that was found with the women, one of the women's remains. And this guy is an architect, which is kind of interesting. You know, you hear about those like top twenty lists where it's like, um, this uh, this profession is more likely to have you know, sociopaths or whatever. But I don't think architects ever <laughs> in those lists. I don't know. 
Very interesting. Um, hiding in plain sight, though, dude. Um, but yeah, he has lived for uh, four decades. For uh, sorry, he this guy Rex Hewerman, I'm assuming is how to pronounce that name. Has lived for decades across the bay from where the remains were found, and is charged with the killing of three different women: uh, Melissa Barth Bartholomew. Megan Waterman and Amber Costello and then he's also a prime suspect in the death of a fourth woman whose body was found hidden in a thick underbrush along a remote beach highway authorities say um and then so this investigation uh they with all 11 victims they're like hey man I don't think it's always been one guy because I, I don't know. They, they just assumed it was not. But now they're pretty uh, pretty specific. Yeah. Pretty cool. And then uh, they also linked him to a pickup truck that witnesses reported seeing when one of the victims disappeared in 2010. And like I said, in March, they recovered his DNA from a pizza crust in a box that he discarded in a trash can and found hair. Oh. Okay, matched it to a hair found on restraint used in the killings. They made it sound like he was just chowing down on a slice and threw it on a bait on the lady's dead body. That's not what happened at all. They found hair. <laughs> that makes way more sense. They followed him while he was eating slice though. Took that slice. That's crazy. Fucking protect your slices, dude. Well, unless you're a murderer, I guess then then just get caught, right? That's the <laughs> that would be optimum. I don't know. Anyway. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I guess. Um, so some of these uh, murderers. Uh, murders. About these women. Uh, they were. Um, several of them. Or most of them were believed to be. Sex workers. And there was also. Um, a Netflix film inspired by the events. Called Lost Girls. So. You want to watch that check it out i guess um so we'll follow it see what happens pretty interesting i think um in not super dark but kind of darkly hilarious um <laughs> uh cruise line had um you know was taking some people on a cruise around some islands between scotland iceland and norway and it uh, just so happened that um, when they got to one specific bay, it uh, coincided with this whale hunt that was going on. So, <laughs> so they ended up going to this area where they were just fucking these whales up. Um, yeah, and it's a big deal, I guess. Uh, apparently, this. This hunt, um, like, was not authorized for a long time, but then they, um, resumed it. And, yeah, so they're, you know, killing whales for meat. Blubber, um, is being used and then distributed equally among those who participated. And, yeah. Anyway, so so imagine you're on this vacation. You're seeing the serene, you know, 
cliffs and um, beaches of different, you know, Northern European kind of areas and <laughs> Scotland, Iceland, Norway, North Atlantic, these kind of areas, very Scandinavian-ish, very Viking areas, right? And then you're like, ah, oh, this is such a beautiful place. I love it, blah, blah, blah. And then you look over and there's just blood in the water as <laughs> these whales are just getting murdered. Um, but yeah. Anyway, kind of interesting, but they've uh, had records of all pilot whale hunts since 1584. And it is deemed sustainable. And there are an estimated 778,000 whales in the eastern North Atlantic region. Um, so, kind of interesting. Uh, I guess it's in that area where you know that it's going to be those people doing it. I guess it kind of makes sense. But, like, if you know the whales are just kind of in that area and don't travel to different like areas across the globe that could get they could get hunted further it's no different than you know having a deer tag you know what i mean so i don't know kind of weird kind of interesting i don't know i thought it was kind of kind of hilarious but um yeah so let's see what else we got um you want to know what some weird people are doing for fun? Some weird people are going to Death Valley National Park to um, experience what could hit a high of um, 55 degrees Celsius, which is, I don't know what that is in regular temperature. It's hot. I know that because like, what is it? Zero, zero Celsius is 32 degrees Fahrenheit, right? And then... I don't know. It's hot as shit. So, these people are like, let's go... Let's go check this heat out, man. Which is, I don't know, probably not the safest thing to do, but... Yeah, people are weird. People like to do really dumb stuff for fun, I guess. <laughs> um, and there's a, uh, there's a thermometer in the visitor center um, that keeps track of how hot it is, which makes sense, because if it's... You know, it's Death Valley. You gotta know how hot it is. Because it is... It is hot. Um, and there's pictures going around of it at 48 degrees Celsius on that um, thing. So... I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go there at all. It's been really hot lately and I can't imagine what's happening. You know? It's weird that everything's getting super, super hot. <laughs> Nobody seems to know what's happening. Except for those one people. But we can't trust them because... Why would we, you know? Unrelated, I was watching a show about the Mayan civilization. And, uh, you know, the Mayan kind of disappeared. Like, they kind of just died out. Um, and kind of interestingly, you know, they're tr like archaeologists, anthropologists are all trying to figure out what the heck happened, right? Um... Well, the Mayans, as you know, as you probably know, built these huge, big pyramids all over the place. And they were also very keen on, like, forestation. Like, they would take wood 
they used wood for a lot of stuff like every society and civilization on the planet has ever done but experts think that while they um you know looking at these um kind of like historical data that they can they can uh kind of read through various different collection ways i don't i'm not super well versed on it but um they said that because of how much deforestation the mayans did they caused a um a very hot and less rain filled area because there was less trees to produce you know this this ecosystem like with rain right so they cut too many trees down in this in this several areas you know in the you know the i don't know is that technically a peninsula i don't think it is i can't remember what the geographic term for that what mexico is like in central america when it thins out really tightly anyway so they're saying <laughs> because they took all this all these trees and um basically changed the ecosystem because of how many trees they took without replacing or replanting it led to a sweltering heat and droughts and stuff like that which is kind of interesting and i can't think of any reason why i would bring that up but you know i'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist i don't know and even if i was you wouldn't trust me anyway right so just do that information what you will i suppose kind of interesting that there's so many fires and stuff though there's a lot of smoke up here uh as uh last week i think like four days of the week there was uh air quality advisory which is what you want that's what you want in your in your air is bad quality so anyway yeah um i did find this story that's kind of good or bad depending on how much science fiction you read uh there's a drug that has been found to slow alzheimer's and it is being hailed as a turning point to fighting the disease. Uh, now, Dananamab. Dananamab. Anyway, uh, that's how, it's spelled D O N A N E M A B. And no, I didn't look up how to pronounce it before the video. Sorry. Um, has. It was found to show a clinical decline by up to 35% allowing people with Alzheimer's to continue performing day-to-day -day tasks such as shopping, housekeeping, managing their finances, and taking medication, which is good because if it's medication, they should probably, you know, be able to take it. Uh, so there was, um, this was like in the trial of the drug and that's kind of sweet. Um, you know, up until this point, it's been very hit or miss on Alzheimer's and, like, how to deal with it um, specifically. But, you know, there's some interesting interesting treatments and, like, things that people do. I I have talked about it a bunch, and I'll probably never stop copying about uh, talking about it. But um, Alive Inside is a documentary that I watched one time, and it blew my mind. Um, 
where they took people with Alzheimer's, memory, different... I don't know if it was just Alzheimer's or just memory issues in general, but they would interview them and then, you know, they wouldn't be able to answer very well at all. And then based on information given from these people's loved ones, they would play music that was popular when they were children or when they were younger, not children necessarily, but younger. And they would play this music for them and they would um, start to come back a little bit. They would be able to answer questions. You know, they would like be in the conversation and it was wild to watch. It's like watching that video that dude with like really bad Parkinson's who smokes that joint and then it's just like, you know, ready to go. Um, but yeah, like, I think it's, I think it's awesome. It's obviously, it's super depressing to watch somebody go through, like, to watch somebody just not be who you remember them being. And, you know, memory problems are not always equal to Alzheimer's, but Alzheimer's does have memory problems, right? So it's like, and I, I don't know specifics, I've never, like, worked in this area, but I know Mark that's been on the show used to work at a uh, retirement home, and I think Chantel did too, but, you know, hearing some of the stories and, like, reading about some of the stories online, it's just like, holy shit. I can't imagine being in that position as, as like, a loved one or the, you know, the care, people in care of them. Be rough. Be real rough. So, pretty interesting, pretty cool. I guess we'll continue to watch and see if it uh, makes apes super intelligent and conquer the planet. But honestly, if it did, like, really, would that be bad? I don't know. I, don't, I feel like they'd be all right with it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of the stuff I have for the regular, regular stuff. But while Shane's gone, we'll do the billboard for him. Uh, number one this week, Pink Tape by Lil, Lil Uzi Vert. Hey. I've seen the picture of this album, but I didn't know, uh, I didn't know if it was out yet or not. But apparently not. Now it is. Uh, and it's at number one. Number two, One Thing at a Time, Morgan Wallen. Number three, Genesis by Peso Pluma. Four, Midnight's by Taylor Swift. Uh, five, Dangerous the Double Album, Morgan Wallen. Six, SOS by SZA. Seven, A Gift and a Curse by Gunna. And number eight, Lover by Taylor Swift. Nine, My World, the third mini album EP by Aespa. A-E-S-P-A. Never heard of them. And Ben One by is number 10 by Rilo Rodriguez. Rilo, that's kind of a fun name. Alright. Yeah, so there's your Billboard Top 10. Um, yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of the stuff. Uh, don't forget to review us wherever you can. I know everybody has the ability now that I know about Podchaser, so go there. Review us. Review all the podcasts you listen to. They're all going to be happy that you did it. Um, click the link tree in the description. Uh, or it's on the 
on the video if you're watching and or it's just linktree slash walkpod w-o-k-p-o-d uh don't forget to check out our friends the dutch and denver podcast the remedy room kicking it with the kelly's and no new friends and yeah that's kind of it so i've had enough peace out bitches happy part time <laughs>